that I grew up singing in a family band and performed that way. I moved to New Zealand, and which was really daunting to start all over again as a solo artist for the first time. It's, it's funny because I can remember when I moved to New Zealand and people, friends were going, you're co committing career suicide. Like people leave there to come here to make it. And you know, people always, if you don't live in Nashville, you can't make it. And that's just kind of that old uh, chestnut, you know? And, and it's been absolutely opposite of everything how it's worked. Each album that I've done since Dynamite has gotten bigger and bigger in production and then kind of where it hits a, a, the peak of where you want to go, it's time to strip it all back again and start from that foundation. Change the locks to your box of things Out on the street but sure as hell kept your range You want to lie and cheat well Whose food you gonna eat now Welcome to Americana One. This is Ken Paulson, and we are at Americana Fest talking to some of the most talented people in the world. And in this case, our guest is like a superstar in New Zealand, so pay a lot of attention here right now. <laughs> uh, Tammy Nielsen, welcome so much. Thank you so much. I, um, you know, it's a shame that this is audio because <laughs> you are a striking looking woman on multiple levels. There's a lot going on. <laughs> like a, and and uh, so, folks, open your internet browser. Um, but it's uh, it's sort of 40s glamour. It's a lot 50s glamour, I suppose. It's a, a magnificent head of hair you have there. Sky high <laughs> beehive. Yes. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, but but I also feel like, and I never talk about this on a music podcast, it's like you are art directed. I mean, your entire career is visually striking too. Um, oh, thank you. So when your albums come in and a stack of other people, it's like yours just jumps of its own volition to the top of the stack. It's like, I'm going to play this. This looks very cool. Oh, that's good to hear. Do you have a background in graphics? Uh, no, I don't. But you know, well, one of my biggest heroes is Dolly Parton. And she always said, I don't care about being pretty. I care about standing out. Uh. And that's my motto. <laughs> <laughs> you can live by the Dolly Parton handbook. But I'm really, really lucky. My, uh, I grew up in a family band. And I, I have my one brother uh, plays on, on a lot of my sappy tours with me when I'm overseas. Um, but my other brother, Todd, runs a graphic uh, firm and a creative firm. So he does all of my graphics, he does my album covers, he does my music videos. So we're, we're, creativity definitely runs in the family. Very cool. Well, yeah, uh, it's a vibrant DNA. That, that's very clear. <laughs> um, so, you know, we joke, only half joking about being the biggest star in New Zealand, but if, if you are the biggest star, who's number two? Oh, number two. Well, I don't know if it's really kind of a ranking. I'm I'm probably the most well-known 
female country artist okay. in New Zealand. Uh, they, they, they definitely peg me as country there. Um, um, I would say the other male at the top of the pile would be Marlon Williams, okay. who is a wonderful artist. You would have seen him do a little cameo in A Star is Born oh, wow. um, with Brandi Carlisle. They sang at the pretend Grammys sure. in that scene. They sang Pretty Woman. So that's Marlon. So he's doing a little bit better than me in that respect. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I was talking to you earlier and saying, you know, I wasn't aware of, I guess, your first three albums because there was a moment when America discovered Tammy. You know, there's a moment in which everybody knew who you were, was listening to your record, and your records also are propulsive. You know, I mean, even the, even, even the names, the new one is Chickaboom. You know, it's like, I have a thing for exclamation points. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's, like, it's like, I'm going to build my entire career around primary colors and sound effect names. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dynamite, yeah. sassafras, chickaboo. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. it's you a can, thing. You, can't, you know, they don't charge you by the letter when they no, design No, no. <laughs> uh, any, anyway, but what, what, what was switched on there that we all suddenly became aware of you? Oh, I think it was, um, you know, up till then, I'd, I'd, like I said, I grew up singing in a family band and performed that way. I moved to New Zealand, and which was really daunting to start all over again as a solo artist for the first time. But it forced me to then, you know, meet other musicians to work with. And, and up until that point, I think a big thing for most musicians is a lot of it is dictated by finances. And so uh, you're creative with what you have. And so all my al albums up to that point had been very acoustic, you know, kitchen table sessions was, you know, and so it was very much with my family that I didn't have to pay. <laughs> and then Dynamite was when I went into the studio really for the first time. I had a drummer for the first time, you know, and, and so I could actually create the sound I'd always wanted. And so working with uh, my dear friend Delaney Davidson, with Marlon Williams, that whole team, uh, that band that I had to start uh, with the Dynamite album, I think finally I'd kind of arrived at the sound um, and also kind of discovering who I was as a solo artist after being in a family band for my whole life, you know, for 20 years. So, um, yeah, I think Dynamite kind of took on a life of its own. I can't explain it. It, um, you know, was fans sending it to fans, sending it to bloggers, sending it to the States. And, and suddenly I can remember when this, it, it was like a year after the album had come out in New Zealand. And I'd bus I was waking up every morning, felt like Christmas morning. You know, I'd wake up and there was a review from Mojo. And then the next morning there'd be a review from The Guardian. And I'm like, what's happening? It was, <laughs> it was kind of this really, really uh, dreamlike special time. Let, let's play something from Dynamite. Your choice. What, what should we share with the audience? Ah, uh, let's do uh, Cry Over You. Cry Over You. From Dynamite, the record that changed Tammy's career forever. It's fabulous stuff. Uh, and, and you know, it's it, it, interesting to me. You talked to me about, it, you mentioned being like a country artist. I hear rockabilly. 
Yeah. Um, which is country, a variation on country. But I, mm. to me, you're like, you're a very rock and roll artist. Uh, yeah, I find that, that's why I love Americana so much, because it's an umbrella under which all of the stuff I sing fits, you know? Everything from soul, rockabilly, blues, country, gospel. I mean, all of those really foundational genres of the South. And so I kind of feel like I sing a genre of a location, oh, sure, you sure. know, and an era. Absolutely. Well, and, and I think it's, uh, we've all lost, we, none of us know what country is any, anymore. Mm. Uh, so you're playing classic American music across the, yeah, the, the board. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we talked about your success in New Zealand, but uh, given, given the unique nature of your material and your approach, are there some other continents on which you are particularly popular? I mean, are, you're big in Cairo, or is it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I'm uh, originally from Canada, so my career is, is building there, but um, Australia and Europe. Um, but we've really only just started uh, touring over there in the last two, three years um, since the Dynamite album started kind of people demanding, you know, uh, more. there was more of a, a demand for me to go. So um, it's, it's, it's funny because I can remember when I moved to New Zealand and people, friends were going, you're ca committing career suicide. Like people leave there to come here to make it. And, you know, people always, if you don't live in Nashville, you can't make it. And that's just kind of that old uh, chestnut, you know. And, and it's been absolutely opposite of everything how it's worked you know of course I, it was all meticulously planned long game that I've been playing for the last 15 years <laughs> there, there, sometimes that's what happens uh, you know they talk about Nashville being a five-year town yeah. and if you don't make it in five years you have to go home I, w I wonder is like New Zealand a 25-year country or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> you just have to be patient uh, so uh, the new record, ha actually, I first became aware of it because of this, uh, <laughs> this fabulous, fabulous video. Um, again, continuing your theme of like poetic visuals. Um, can you talk, talk to people who are only listening to your words about what that video looks like? Which video was it? Uh, the, the, no, it's the driver. Hey, bus oh, driver. Oh, my, my brand new video. Yeah. Um, hey, bus driver. Um, I'm. I'm really lucky that, you know, I have my younger brother that kind of comes up with a, helps and we kind of collaborate on a lot of the ideas for the video. And it was his idea. He goes, I, I just want to have you like, he goes, it'll start with a little toy bus going through like this mini town. And, and he said, but I want you and Jay to be like these giants towering over it. And you're kind of taking over the world with this great song and and but the thing was because we were giants we had to be quite lumbering and slow and so he had to speed the song which is already quite a fast song <laughs> had to speed it up like three times the speed and we had to perform it that way and not look ridiculous and uh so that it, it would be in sync and we would look really slow motion <laughs> giants <laughs> um and and he and his team built that little miniature town in like two days and yeah it was really kind of attack of the 50 foot woman uh, that's <laughs> that immediately came to mind for me so now you've all heard this actually amazingly accurate and clear description of this video um let's at least listen to the music here's the latest single from Tammy Nelson, Hey Bus Driver.
So you have a new album coming on Valentine's Day. Is that a, a strategic move as well? Of course. It's my little love, you know, my box of chocolates to my fans. <laughs> That's great. And, uh, and this one is called Chickaboom. And uh, you ever look up the derivation where that phrase came I from? I usually, I come up with a word and then I have to Google to make sure it's not anything rude or <laughs> <laughs> that I don't realize. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and you have to kind of see if anyone else has called their albums. You know, yeah. you, the, the, the closest I found was there was a, an, a Johnny Cash album, I think, called Chicka Chicka Boom or Chicka Boom Boom or Boom Chicka Boom or something. And I thought, well, if you have to be in the same boat as someone, that's a pretty good boat to be in. There was actually a, a 70s hit called Chicka Boom. Well, and Tom Waits has a song yeah. called Chicka Boom on uh, which... which is it Swordfish Trombones? I can't, yeah. I can't remember which album. Well, this um, definitely was. I think it was Mouth and McNeil, which is a very obscure 70s band. That's right. I found that when I Googled it. <laughs> I, could, I could be wrong about that. I know uh, Mouth and McNeil, McNeil fans are very protective of the, the legend. Um, seriously, um, what sets this record apart from the previous ones? I guess, um, you know, I think artists do this. Um, each album that I've done since Dynamite has gotten bigger and bigger in production and then kind of where it hits a, a, the peak of where you want to go it's time to strip it all back again and start from that foundation and so I really wanted to strip it back to family so my brother features uh, a lot heavily on this album and it's pretty much three three uh, a trio three instruments the whole time so it's you know guitar drums and maybe some bass, but it, I really wanted it to be about the strength being on the vocals, those blood harmonies, um, and the songs. I wanted the songs to be punchy enough to stand up on their own without kind of any big bells and whistles, which I think is kind of the tradition of uh, that real old, old school country, you know, of Johnny Cash and Wanda Jackson, and um, those songs didn't have a lot of production. They were just little firecrackers. And... Uh in terms of deciding what to record, is it mainly stuff you've written? It's, yeah, it's all original, okay. yeah. A ever tempted to cover something? Uh, I, I, I tend to cover, I'll, I'll do a cover or two maybe li in my live shows, um, but I then usually end up making it my own in some way. I do a, a cover of It's a Man's World by James Brown at the end of the show usually, and uh, I change the whole second verse to be about all the things that women have accomplished throughout history. And, um, so, yeah, usually have to put my little stamp on it. So before we, we uh, let you go, I know you're about to go on stage, let's pick one more song from Chickaboom. Oh, well, let's do, uh, let's do the next single, which is Any Fool with a Heart. Any Fool with a Heart. Tammy Nielsen. Any fool with eyes could see. Any fool with ears could hear. My love for you is oh so clear to any fool with a heart. I try to flirt lipstick and skirts, but I... That was Any Fool with a Heart from Tammy Nielsen. She's got a brand new record coming, Valentine's Day, and it's called Chickaboom. Uh, I can't think of a better way 
to uh, celebrate Valentine's Day then with a new Tammy Nielsen record. Oh, thank you. Th thank you for your time. and oh, uh, Thank you guys for always being so supportive of my, of my music. I really appreciate it. Always glad when you come to Nashville. Tammy Nielsen, this has been Americano One. And Ken Paulson, please tune again next week for similarly but not as colorfully uh, talented people. Through wind and trees Our thanks to Erica Nalo for her always sterling production and to Dave Paulson for writing the theme music. This is Americana One.